We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, Lef, you ready for this? Yep. Leaps and bounds in Notre Dame. Can or can't 2023 Fighting Irish Edition. Also, hey, I'm familiar with a guy that's a Hall of Famer that played safety in college and ended up being a Hall of Fame middle linebacker here for the Chicago Bears. You might have heard of him. His name is Brian Erlacher. And Notre Dame just happened to offer his son recently. So we're going to look at his film left in a little bit. And What's his first know? name? Ken- Kennedy Erlacher. Kennedy Erlacher. I'm interested in seeing. A nice you- sex name. Yes, he's out of Arizona. That's where uh, I remember this story when Brian Erlacher was really young. That's where he met his mom and out west, and they moved out there. I remember when Kennedy was actually born. I remember the, the birth being uh, covered and <clears throat> talked about when he was a little baby here in Chicago. So mm. now he's a big-time 24 prospect. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so you might have some, some ties to, to get right there. Well, we'll see if you think. I already know what I like about the young man. When we show the film. I'm gonna see what you say because you know you you grade you one of those teachers that you're difficult. You stick to. Oh, the I'm grade. a realist. Oh, okay. yeah. You you stick to the scale, right? You got the 80 to 89 is a B. You know, somebody gets a 79, you won't even give them an extra bump to get the B. That's you. You're just a disrespectful teacher and grader, man. You just are, right, man. You have no heart, no empathy for what it takes uh, to be a school. I only give grades of what you earn <laughs> and what you deserve. That's all. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. 
This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, 2023 fighting Irish can or can't right here. Can Notre Dame have the best quarterback in college football next year? I think we have the best one-two combo. I'm not confident. You hedging your bet. I'm not confident. So that's a can. That's That's a can. I don't know if he's going to let one of those guys just sit on the pine all season. Okay. But I do think we have the chance to have a guy in New York. Maybe not win it. Maybe not. But if they're doing what we're supposed to do and go 11 and 1, 12 and 0, one of them going to be in New York. Maybe both. Hmm. Can no, wait. Can Notre Dame have two 1,000 yard rushers? Yes. Maybe three okay. if we get my boy Jadarian Price in that thing. Come on, dude. You're not getting three. Jadarian Price. Sam Harvest throwing 20 passes per game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just might have a lot of points. Who knows? Oh, man. Can Notre Dame have a double-digit sack man on defense? No. Not this year, unless we get. Wow, you don't think so? A double digits. I think we'll have sacks as a unit, but who individually is getting more than ten? Because they would have <sighs> did it already. <laughs> it would have been. Well, if somebody has to jump on the scene and do it for the first time, like Isaiah Foskey was following up what he had already done. I don't see anybody getting over ten. You don't see anyone. Well, who do you think? Sacks? I think we'll have some fives and dude. I'm I'm super fours. dude. I've been this way since the first time I saw his takeoff in spring practice. I think Josh Burnham is going to shock a lot of people next year coming off. They the have more than ten sacks. I think it's possible. Hey, did you think it was possible that Riley Mills could get three sacks in a game? Listen. 10 sacks in a season for guys that we don't even know. You saying Josh Burnham, but you're saying he's going to shock people. So that means that right now. I said he's going to shock people because I've seen his first step and his speed off the edge in practice. I've seen it. Notre Dame fans haven't seen it. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. We ain't seen it. How you going to get over 10? Look, Jermaine Hargraves, thank you for – yeah, Jordan Patello. You've seen Jordan. I think Jordan is good, but do I think he can have over ten, like ten sacks? Fosky had twenty five to break the record. Who are we having that? Okay, I'll be realistic. Who's getting eight? I think Jordan can get eight. You think Jordan can get eight? You think that's the ceiling? I don't think an individual is getting over ten. I think as a unit, we'll have sacks and turnovers and stuff mm. because the way we play, they you know. A different guy may pop on defense on the D-line each week. But I don't think we have a guy where teams are like, if we don't block him, he's going to have four or five sacks this game. Hmm. I mean, do you think so? I know you said Josh Burnham, Riley Mills had three sacks. You know somebody else that I think if their reps are kept, and it's something we talked about yesterday, if their reps are kept 30 to 35 per game, Oh, uh, Cross. I, I can see Howard Cross getting about seven, eight sacks from the interior. But shit, if you playing thirty five snaps, it ain't. You better be active. 
Man, you only need one <laughs> one one sack a game. Yeah, well, you need to warm up unless he just go in there on <laughs> straight pass downs. Because <laughs> if that's the case, he doing all that. You gonna have to play more <coughs> for sure. You gotta be playing the whole game. Oh man, lucky lefty podcast. Man, mm. can Notre Dame get a one hundred tackle season from that one of their linebackers? But, but that's a concern, though. If we don't, if we can't think off the top of our head who can get double sacks. Coming off of a quote unquote statistical best sack leader of all time in Northern history. And we're not following that up. I think Keon could have been that follow up, you know. Oh, that goes without saying. Yeah. But, but damn, we don't have nobody in the tank that's like, oh, the next Fowski or the, or maybe Fowski's really a generational statistical leader. Dude, that's, look, that falls on Al Washington. That's on him. To produce that dude and the young men at that position. Mm. Can Notre Dame have a 100 tackle linebacker this year? Oh, for sure. Okay. The linebacker unit. Are you putting it on JD? Somebody in that room is going to have it <laughs> because Marcus Freeman is saying this is the best unit on the team. I'm recruiting it like it's the best unit on the team. I got all resources. I'm there. So one of them players, or it's a failed season. I think. Because if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm a linebacker. My linebacker better be shining. Just like if I had a son, he played football. He's starting. Like Deion Sanders said, he's starting. And here he is right here. He ain't going <laughs> to. So that should be the pride and joy of your program. If you're a linebacker, mm-hmm. his linebacker should be having a hundred plus tackles easy. Okay. The uh, uh, what's the award called? The Buckus Award. Jalen got it. Manti got it. Owusu got it. Okay. Drake going maybe is Drake gonna get it? I think all. I of our think guys Drake. I think Drake might be special teams his first year. Oh yeah, first year. Yeah, yeah, first year it'd be special teams. I, mean, I got one. Get in there. Shit. We're talking can or can't leaps and bounds in Notre Dame. Can Notre Dame have anybody collect more interceptions than Benjamin Morrison? No, not next year. Mm. Even though I think would be good, I think to have six in what three, four games that he had, that's an anomaly. <laughs> do you think he can do it again? Throughout the whole season, yeah. If because I think with Cam coming back, that defenses, I mean, offense is gonna have a hard time deciding who they're gonna go after. You know, do they go after the youth or do they go after the old head? You know, mm-hmm. one's a little bit more dangerous on the stat sheet, one's pretty good, got a lot to prove, you know. It's gonna it's gonna be th- some balls thrown in his area for sure. It's interesting because I think if we can get a full healthy season for Cam, I think Cam can maybe collect because I think he'll get thrown at more because of Benjamin Morrison. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a balance because if Cam is doing what we think he's going to do, they're going to start trying the other side. Mm. Yeah, you got I got I got Thomas Harper. He has great ball skills at the he's not, he's not a he's not a pick artist though. He'll hit something. He only got yeah. He already told us to hit. He he told us he likes hitting better than picking yeah. it off. Yeah, his stats he don't say, say that. Yeah, he, he might he affect say that. He might affect the play getting on them tips. Right, right, right. For our guy Ben or Cam, but he ain't Ed reading nothing. <clears throat> That's a good call. That's a good call. Can Notre Dame have a no sack tackle? Oh, Hit. for sure. Okay. I think we're in line, but we but we usually put that out every three or four years. You put out a guy that ain't giving up no sacks, so it would be uh, usual for Notre Dame. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary. Like I think having six picks is out of the ordinary for us, but not giving up no sacks for a tackle, I think, is right in line. Can the Notre Dame defense hold teams to under 100 yards per game on the ground? 
We, that's might, a give up, that's we a might give up. We might give up one hundred and five or something. <laughs> that's a can. <laughs> but it goes back to not having no sack leader. We talk about on the ground, though, bro. I know, I mean, it, it all plays. It, it all plays. I, I see what you're saying. It's it's all connected. We ain't got one, and we ain't got no heavy set dudes up in front. I just can't see us being just like, oh, we're just, you know what I mean? I think we'll be good, but come on, man. Like, <laughs> we're playing good teams. Okay, let's 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 throw that as a factor. We're playing yeah. good team. We're not just playing like a FAMU or, a, you know, Mississippi, Colorado State, Pueblo or something. We're playing some teams that practice every week like us, you know, but. I just don't understand how we don't get the the weight that we need as a program that's so defined by man. It's funny. Good grief! I see you, Jay Henry. It's funny because I jokingly told somebody the next time I see Justin Scott, I'm gonna ask him if he can reclassify. <laughs> <laughs> like we've been talking about CJ Carr reclassifying. He need to reclassify for real. Talking like, about hey. basketball stuff. Okay, right. I know you like basketball, but come on, bro. Let's come, come on, bro. Stop playing. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you you good at basketball? That's cool, but uh, come get this money over here, man. Facts, facts. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Look, can Notre Dame throw for? 3,500 yards this year. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's 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 like 290 a game, left. <laughs> Not even the great Ian Book had 3,500 yards in Notre Dame. And he played every game. So what's that? You, you don't think? Ian Book. The quarterback rule the winningest quarterback, 3,500. <laughs> the winningest quarterback of all time. His senior year threw for under 2,500 yards and played every game. <laughs> he never had a season over 3,000. I mean, unless I'm wrong, did he have a season over 3,000? Yes, he did. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No, he's never had a season over 3,000. I think you might be right in saying That's what that. I'm saying. And he's the winningest quarterback of all time, the great Ian Book. So, no, I don't think we'll get over 3,500. 3,500 is a good season, though. You know? But you got to save your Sam, dude. No, 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 no. The great Ian Book. He did. 2019. 3,034. <laughs> he, yeah, he barely got over it. <laughs> Come on, man. Sam Hartman can get to 35, dude. Come on, dude. <laughs> Ian Book has won the most games in Notre Dame history. You know Ian Book wasn't a passer like that. Come on. Listen to me. If you have won the most games in Notre Dame history, you got a lot of stabs at it. And you get the ball every snap. And you ain't got over 30. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's why he's great. Because he's great when he's needed the most. That leads me to the next question. He's not a surplus guy. He's not gonna, he's not gonna leave you a lot of surplus. He's gonna get the job done, though. He ain't gonna leave you with no take home, no extra food on the side. No, no. You're gonna get your exact amount. You ready for this one? Can Tyler Buckner beat out Sam Hartman? No. I, just, <laughs> I don't think we brought Sam for that. Wait. Game. That's a can't. Can't. There's no chance? No chance. Unless Sam get hurt. I really don't think we brought Sam for him to sit behind a guy who ain't – Sam has played more than Tyler. So, if anything, if I'm Sam, I'm like, you better not think about playing no Tyler over – like, what? I can I can give Tyler seasons. Come on, man. You just – you don't even give Tyler a puncher's chance? No, because they, they got Sam. What are you bringing the winningest quarterback of all time in Wake Forest history – to sit behind a guy that ain't played more than four games. That don't even make sense. What if Tyler just comes out in the spring, just man, kill that him? don't even make no – man, then we bad. Then we recruiting bad, man. Because then I would just be like, okay, instead of wasting time on getting 
Sam that we're gonna bench behind a guy that's never played. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go get another receiver or running back or something that can help, you know. I would at least give him a small percentage of a chance. Dude. Like five percent. No. <laughs> I give him zero, but I think he'll get in. Not even zero. Not even zero point zero zero five, bro. Unless he get hurt. But I really do believe if Sam is what Tommy thinks he is, then then Tyler can get cleanup minutes, like fourth quarter, you know, like how Bama does it. They be blowing kids out by the halftime, and then they third, fourth unit be in by third, fourth quarter. Man, some of the people in the chat agree with you. They absolute zero. Yeah, like, for, man, I would say it would be wasting time to try to act like you're going to put Tyler Buckner in over Sam because I would be pissed if I'm Sam. It's a guaranteed job. Mm. It's guaranteed once they said come, you know. Tyler knew. Shoot, you can't tell me Tyler thought. Tyler should answer that question. He did. He said, oh, I knew we was bringing in one in the middle of the season. So. <laughs> Man, lucky left the podcast. But I think he'll get in. So it's not like to, to poo-poo on Tyler. I think Tyler's going to get in. I just don't think that it's set up politically for him to start over Sam. Hmm. Can Notre Dame have a freaking Charlie Jones next year? No. Can Notre Dame have a thousand yard receiver next year? No, 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 no. Love. No. We'll have oh, a bunch of guys. Oh, you know, have little faith, man. Who's gonna who's gonna who's the guy gonna be? Okay. It's I mean, I think what by you committee. Mean? Well, wait, wait, wait. I thought you would well, I didn't know you were waiting for an answer for oh, oh, it was kind of it was halfway hypothetical. I mean halfway I, I, I thought you were being rhetorical with halfway it. Halfway rhetorical. Okay. But you can answer if you if you really think you can answer it. Who's that? Jaden Thomas? I, I would like to I see, see that. I can see Jaden getting a 1,000 next year. But we're not bringing in Caleb Smith. We're not – it's like I believe we'll have a lot more reception yards. I just don't think individually we're ready to have a receiver. I, I can see Jaden getting over 50 receptions. I don't know if he's explosive enough to get to a 1,000. Yeah, I think he'll get the most receptions. Okay. Because okay. he should. He's the number one receiver, in my opinion, next year. Which number one receivers as of late only getting around 50 receptions. <laughs> Can Notre Dame have a double digit <laughs> touchdown receiver? No. I think we will have a thousand yard receiver before a double touchdown receiver. Because when we get in that red zone, we turn around and hand it off. Or tossing it to a tight end on the little flat route or something, but we ain't. But I don't know. Maybe Sam Hartman got Tommy feeling away, and we go out there and really try to shake it up. Mm. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Great content. Leave five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. Leave your comments. We respond to all comments, whether it's on our podcast. Or on the YouTube page at Lucky Lefty Podcast. Make sure you hit the notification bell. So anytime we drop a video or go live, you'll know. And go ahead. Leave your comments as well. Because we respond, man. It's because of you guys that we have the success that we do. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Talking leaps and bounds at Notre Dame. Can or can't. Can Notre Dame have the best offensive line? In oh, the country sure. next year. For sure. For sure. Oh, we had it this year, but they just had to give it to Michigan because. I don't know. Well, wait a minute now. I think Michigan was more consistent from date from game from the first game, even though their schedule was trash. You talk about the end of the road when, when, when the last pad hit the pad. If you had to, if, if we are standing on top Look, I think Notre Dame deserved to be in the conversation and, and nominated. I'll say that. We're definitely finalists. Not to even be nominated was ridiculous. Yeah, you can't. Michigan, 
didn't play anybody. They clearly aren't mean, and we saw that from the championship game. I think it was a good yeah. game. I just don't think they're a mean offensive line. I think they're a good offensive line. Like they technically, you know, if you draw it up, they're gonna do it, but they don't have no Quentin Nelson. Right. They don't even have Zach Martin. They have good players. They don't even have Taylor Luan. I like Taylor. I thought he was mean. But you see where he got him to the NFL. You know, he's still playing in the league. So it just shows. But our offensive line is more battle tested. And the fact that we're able to get better throughout the season, Michigan, I don't even think their O-line got better. I just think they were just good throughout the whole year. We got better because we had a point where we wasn't all together. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see noticeable changes that, okay, we're more consistent here. We're getting better in this. We're doing better in this. This player's getting better. This guy's healthier. Zeke Corral's killing it. Mm-hmm. You saw us get better. Michigan was just, okay, they're playing IU. It's not really a matchup. But they're a good, they're a good team. So they're just printing out copy and paste Xerox performances. But with us, at least we had a range and we got better. You know, we finished better than we started. Michigan's just like, yeah, we were good the whole season. So I don't know if you could even say, yes, they were consistent, but did they get better? I I, I can see that. I can see that. I definitely think they're going to be nominated this year. Georgia's going to give them, because Georgia just had that center comeback instead of going to the draft. I think they returned two of the guys. So that front line for them is going to be stellar. Ohio State lost a lot. So I, I don't know how their offensive line is going. I know they have talent and they recruit talent. I just don't know how that old line is going to play out. If any year to get Ohio State is this year. Yeah, Oregon's offensive line is going to be good next year. It was was good this year. That's another thing. Like, how do you grade? Because, like, if an offensive line – if you put Notre Dame's offensive line in the Pac-12 all last year, I guarantee you their rushing numbers would have been ridiculous. But this is why I'm confused, like you said, how we're not even nominated. If you had to look at – if you like you said, how do you even evaluate it? At least with us – we mm-hmm. play everybody. <laughs> right, right, right. So every year we should be nominated. Like LeBron right. should be nominated every year for MVP. Yeah. It's the same thing for our, our offensive line. We should be nominated, at least nominated. Now, that's one of the first things you said about LeBron that I would actually agree with. <laughs> that made some sense right there. That that right there made some sense because I would agree with that. <laughs> that made some now sense. Now you got to add the other 99%. <laughs> yeah, that made some sense. That makes some sense. <laughs> like, like, I mean, but seriously, though, how do you evaluate if Oregon's offensive line is really good for real? I mean, now the Pac-12 is getting better from a talent standpoint at the quarterback position, but from a defense and blocking standpoint, come on. Because whenever Oregon plays, i.e. Georgia, it was like they couldn't block for nothing. Man, that that was such a mismatch, bro. It was such a mismatch, but this team. Yeah, and, but then they end up getting nominated for the best offensive line, which is crazy. Impossible, impossible. You should be denominated right after that game. Like, there's no way y'all could be considered as the best in the country. That's a good point, Left. That's a good point. It's almost like you know, you know how they eliminate in the Olympics. They take away the lowest and the highest score. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what they did. That's kind of what they did for Oregon. Like, we're just going to go ahead and throw that game out. Because the game was so bad, they almost had to. But you can't have a game that extreme and just be like, oh, it's a bad game. No, you guys can't be nominated for the best O-line. Because that means that if you guys won, for instance, then what does Mm -hmm. that make Georgia? It's just out of this world. Like, they're not even – if y'all did that to the best O-line award, <laughs> what does that make Georgia that year? Just re- monsters? <laughs> they were they no, this Georgia offensive line were the monsters, dude. They oh man. They get you. And I think that's the conversation we had yesterday about Notre Dame giving up big runs. 
to teams in the second half because of the lack of size and depth up front. Yeah, it's attrition. You just and you just like, do. You dude, need dude, size and weight, man. And you two sixty five, man. You giving up that hole. <laughs> but that's pause, pause, pause. But for real, you giving up the lane or something. Especially they start man. double teaming. We shouldn't have anything under two eighty five in the in the three technique. Anything under to that. You just know by fourth quarter, yeah, it's about time to start blitzing. Yeah. <laughs> Some gaps are going to be like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like TCU just stopped playing. Yeah, it was like, all right. We, they just like, man, we're not even going to try. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even going to try. Where are we? We should be playing a different championship. Because this one is – we signed up for the wrong one. Dudes were playing hey, like – Dudes were playing like, you know – they were playing like they actually got their test scores back before they ran to the store. See, see, Ricky, he didn't get the test scores. He went to get the food and the lottery tickets and the, and the food to cook. Mm. You know, and we know what happened on Boys in the Hood. You know, some of the TCU defensive linemen, they must have gotten their, their recommendation back from the NFL, boy. Like, man, you're going in the second round. Because it looked like they they made the business decision. Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to I'm going in the second round, dog. Because if I put myself in, in over over in this little action, <laughs> look, I won't even be healthy for the offseason. So let me go ahead and just right. Let me make a Cam Newton decision, not get right. in trouble. <laughs> like I'm not even about to mess up my invitation to the Senior no. Bowl because I need I need them reps. I ain't about to tear my shoulder off trying to block this behemoth. <laughs> Man. The TCU man, definitely made some business decisions in the second half. But it was just two different – it was literally two different level teams on that field. Yeah. Which is why college football committee was hoping and praying and wishing that Ohio State-Michigan would be in that championship game because that would be great for the ratings. Yeah. But they should have just put Bama in there and stopped playing. Thankfully, we're getting this expansion playoff, so it'll, it'll figure itself out better, I think. Because the 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 fact that you're playing back to back weeks, multiple games of that magnitude definitely can shake a top team like a Georgia. Just because you know it's like somebody can get you in a tournament style like that. But the previous way, it's like man, just put the ones with the ratings in the in the legit best team. Like yeah, Alabama lost, but come on. I got one last one for you. Can Notre Dame blow out five teams on their schedule? No. Left. We'll get closer though. Left. The first, the first three games should be layups. You said five though. Right. That means Stanford at the end of the year. We're not blowing out Stanford and California. That don't happen. We we did it two years ago. What you mean? We're not doing it this year. Left. You're being way too pessimistic, left. No, no, I think way too pessimistic. You saying blowing out? Are you saying blowout five teams? Are you saying Georgia TCU blowout? That's not a blowout. You already know that's that's beyond. <laughs> no, that's a blowout. No, that's beyond blowout, bro. That's I didn't say embarrass. I didn't say decimate. <laughs> I do. You realize Georgia started the season and ended their season with the two biggest. <laughs> Embarrassing games <laughs> all year. Just think about that. What they did to Oregon in the first game and what they did to TCU in the last game. <laughs> it's like, dude. I mean, that's what I thought you was meaning. It, uh, we not doing that. To that's crazy. That's Five crazy, games? Left. Left. Okay, let's say a blowout. Okay. If you're on the sticks in Madden, it's 21, get off the stick, right? Okay, are we 21 in teams this year? Okay, for five and, and games. Notre Dame, can Notre Dame 21, five teams on this schedule. Let me see the schedule real quick. Because we're not doing that to Navy, I don't think. Just because that's just. Out the gate? Come on, left. What, look left. at what Navy does us every year. Left. When's the last time we blew Navy out? Left. They were up 30, they were up over 21 points with, with Drew Pine. But they come came on left. Back. Come on left. They come came back. Left. That's because they started blitzing the quarterback. He was a deer in headlights. Hold on, let me find the schedule because 
I, I don't five is a lot to be 21 and 0 in teams. You don't think so? Look, I think the first three, they can get three out of the way. Tennessee State, I think we can do it to maybe Tennessee State and Central Michigan. They should all get off the sticks. I wouldn't be say forced maybe. to get off the sticks. I wouldn't say maybe. Okay, so you have two out of the first three. Yep, and then you go. The way you talked about Ohio State last week, they're going to get them off the sticks too. We won't 20. We'll beat them by double digits though. We'll beat them by like 17. I don't think we're going to. They still Ohio State. Um, I don't know if we're doing it to Duke or Louisville. Maybe, maybe one of those two. If we hot. We can get a Louisville, maybe. Okay, that's three. We'll do it to Wake because we got they we got their quarterback. Okay, that's four. The Duke Louisville one is a stretch, so that's coming oh, off nah. Ohio State. It's coming off of Ohio State getting ready for USC. So, are we twenty one? We should if we want to be serious. We should be twenty one in Louisville getting ready for USC. But uh, I think it'll be a lot to ask. And then it just comes down to Stanford. I mean, you think we'll 31 Clemson again? Dude, I think they're going to, man, crush Stanford. They no, went out there and crushed Stanford with Jack Cone, bro. I, I get that. But you're saying they're going to they're gonna do it on the last game of the season? We're going to beat them more at 21? That could be the fifth. Well, yeah, I mean, if this is the last game of the season, that's that's just you just hoping that happens, but that's still a stretch. Cause that's I mean, but I think we can go eleven and one winning <laughs> plus ten. We can plus ten these teams. Will plus ten be impressive enough for you though? Oh, one hundred percent. Winning is impressive. No, bro. Plus ten against Navy ain't it. Plus ten against Tennessee State ain't it. No, no, no. I counted. I counted the Tennessee State when that was a blowout. Central Michigan, that needs to be plus twenty one minimum. Yep, I counted that one. North Carolina State, a plus ten win against North Carolina hey, State. They, what did they end up being? Care? Did well? They were up big on North Carolina. That's what I'm saying. What was the final score of the North Carolina game? Lost by like fourteen or something. Hold on. Yeah, State, you're right. It ended up being a thirteen point game. You're right. Yeah, you, so, had, you had Aldrich fumble at the goal line, and then they came down and scored. That flipped the score. You're right. You're right. And then Ohio State, that'll be a 10 plus victory, would be nice. That'll be good to see. And then games we're just supposed to win. Duke and Louisville, we're supposed to win those games. Jay Henry says Stanford, Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, and Wake, maybe Louisville. So he had five in a push. That's why I said that Louisville Duke is a maybe. I don't think they're 21 plus games. Having 14 plus, I think it would be nice, but not 21. Pitt. Off a of bye week, we can get Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Off a of bye week, we can get. So maybe Pitt. Yeah. yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get to the film on Kennedy Erlacher and get out of here, love, 
the Under, Under Armour deal. It gets a lot of talk because it's coming to an end. Ten-year deal, $90 million. At the time it was signed, it was the most lucrative apparel deal ever signed, right? Things have changed mightily in 10 years, left. We can sit up here and talk. Let me tell you something. Marcus Freeman, in my opinion, has thrown Under Armour a lifeline in the last year. Because he, 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 he has made their apparel look 10 times better than it ever looked on Brian Kelly. Yeah. Ever. He didn't have a, a tall torso, so all them shirts look wrinkled. <laughs> no, I think Marcus Freeman actually cares about how he looks. I mean, Marcus Freeman's a fly guy from the 937 yeah. now. Here we go. I knew you were going to get the 937 in there somehow, some way. I'm telling you, it just oozes so, off of the man. At the time, Notre Dame came from Adidas. They go to Under Armour. And the cool thing is Notre Dame not only got the $90 million, but they got shares and stock in the company. You know we're going to get that equity. No, they ain't got that equity. So that's <laughs> – that deal is you know, you know, straight up deal with us. You know, we're gonna get that equity. Facts, facts. Now I will say this. If they choose to go Nike, it won't be because of football. I think it will be in part to helping out the basketball side. Because Under Armour is not bringing a top top recruits are not coming to an Under Armour school. Not in basketball. Steph Curry. Once again, top recruits. <laughs> Are not coming to an Under Armour school consistently. Consistently, they're just not. They're just not. So, if it's brand Jordan or Nike, it, it definitely is going to help the basketball side, the men's basketball specifically. Women's basketball, they got national championships that sells itself. National yeah, championships, yeah. good coaching. Congratulations to Neil getting her 50th win. Absolutely. Long list of WNBA players. That the women's program speaks for itself. Personally, she's coached Arike and Sky and all them. All of them. All of them. To Neil Ivy, best coach out there right now. Do you think Marcus Freeman will look better in Nike gear? I think once you become a Nike school, you just get low quality stuff, man. It just. You'll never get what Oregon gets. You know, I think Under Armour Treat is nice. Yeah, you kind of become part of like this big conglomerate. Yeah, you get the you get the basic package number one, where you get a bunch of plain t shirts. Oh man, it don't feel personalized. Yeah, Under Armour's done a pretty good job with the uh you know, with the special jerseys. Man, for they the, made for the Shamrock series. They've done a good job. They've done a good job. I don't want to look like another version color of a jersey that Nike just lazily puts out. They really got lazy on their designs outside of work. See, this is the thing. I just don't know if Under Armour could cut that check that's needed. See, the 90 mil was cool 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That check is totally different now. We got to get paid more than than Pat Mahomes. Especially with Marcus Freeman sporting everything. That's a different. He doesn't even be up. bad going back. Get some Yeezy cleats for a game. I mean, it would have been nice before Yeezy actually left. <laughs> oh, Adidas cut ties with Yeezy. That'd have been ooh, that'd have been fresh if the whole squad had Yeezys. Man, walking Green around Yeezys. Yeezys. Ooh, man, they ain't trying to make no money, man. But if who? Is, ask, but we probably gonna go to Nike because I don't think we would go back to Adidas, right? I mean, that don't make no sense. Yeah, unless we try to do something different, like Puma or something crazy. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if Under Armour's ready to go one fifty and above. They should. We the best investment they got. You know, I'm right about that. Definitely put help to put them on the map. You right about that. Like Nike Jordan brand, it'd be interesting. I I don't know if Jordan brand would be interested though. Yeah. I don't I mean, know if Jordan Sean was the first Jordan football player to sign. I don't know if they would be interested. And Marcus Freeman, do you think they would get a bump in recruiting if they did go Nike for football? Nike Jordan brand? I mean, nowadays, I don't know. I mean, these kids nowadays, they take well, Under Armour is tied in. They got a they have an all-star game. 
You know what I'm saying? So Under Armour is tied into high school football. But you still not wearing no Under Armors. Say it again. But you're still not wearing Under Armors, even though they got a game. You're talking about me personally? Just you, but like in the, in the aspect of like the regular that's, person, you know. That's the irony. 80% of the players that play in the Under Armour game won't be rocking Under Armour when they <laughs> yeah, get that's what I'm You know what I'm saying? So Isn't that a more appealing lure to it? Just I think the marketing team from Under Armour has done an incredible job connecting with the brand that is Notre Dame 10 years ago and connecting with the best players in college football, I mean, in high school football. But beyond that, and, and then adding Steph Curry, you know, to the mix. I mean, the way NIL is now, that these companies should just start sponsoring individual players, you know. Sponsor half of the team that whatever NIL would be. Mm-hmm. These are Nike athletes on the team, and we got some Under Armour athletes on the team. And then whatever we do, I think if we went with Nike, they would put our names on the back of jersey. You know what would be boss? Since this brand has come alive again, if Notre Dame did the deal with Champion like they had in the past. They wouldn't make no good jerseys. The hoodies would be off the chain, though. Hoodies would be fine. <laughs> the loungewear? Yeah, the loungewear and the hoodies would be fire. Nice. It'll be fine. The jerseys, the jerseys might be on Boo Boo. Jerseys might be on Boo Boo. I'd rather go uh, mesh jerseys, though. Mesh jerseys aren't bad. Okay. Like the mesh practice jerseys? Yeah. Them is them is hard. I like those. I can see that. Just throwing some things out there, fans. We know the apparel deal is coming up. Just seeing how it would impact Notre Dame if they decided to make a decision and go one of the other brands besides. Now, man, Brian Erlacher's son, Kennedy, bro. Let's check him out. Kennedy Erlacher. Kennedy Erlacher, bro. And he picks up a fumble here in this first joint, takes it back 98. He goes to Chandler, right? Yeah. Oh, he's a safety. Yes, sir. Well, Brian Erlacher was a safety in high school and college. He became a middle linebacker in the pros. Ooh. That that was the hit right there that made me say, okay. He might be just like his dad and end up playing rover linebacker. As yeah, because he, he looks like a slow as safety. But he definitely is physical. Real physical. Yeah, I don't know why he's not playing linebacker now because he's definitely not fast for safety, for sure. But he'll be a fast linebacker. See right. what I'm saying? He might just not be big enough to be in a linebacker position. That's why he plays safety. But he don't have the speed for safety. But he has a physicality for linebacker, obviously, yeah, he's that's why I said he's very similar to his dad. Yeah, he likes to hit uh, without question. He got that, honestly. He's a short tackle. He's yeah, a short like, tackle. He definitely know how to open field tackle. Uh-huh. <laughs> he ain't letting that go. Dang, why he not from Chicago, Erlacher? Well, you know, it was an early dip, you know. <laughs> we should have him at Simeon right now, man. No, he definitely wouldn't plan it. No, his mother would not let him go to Simeon. I can guarantee that. That dude loves to hit, though. That's what I'm saying. He's a sure tackler. You always don't get a job if you can sure tackle. 
in space. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing. Look, I'm intrigued just by the fact that he can tackle in space because Notre Dame. That's all, yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to be fast like that. You you know, pass covered, whatever. But you can tackle in open field. I want you. Now, you know, like I said, he's like his dad. A lot of people don't know his dad was at New Mexico. He's pretty much a safety, wasn't really ranked high. And then the Bears got him. They tried him at weak side. And then Michael Singletary got hurt. Not Michael Singletary. Who was the middle linebacker at that point in time? Briggs. Barry Minter. No, it's Barry Minter. Barry Minter got hurt. And they put him at middle linebacker, and he never left. Well, he he's never smart, left. you know, because he's a safety. Yeah. And then he, you know, I mean, that's a good transition. It's no different than Anthony Davis. Yeah. A point guard, whole life. Yeah. And then just got 6'10", 6'11". I mean, you didn't lose your point guard skills. Yeah, he's six six foot 185, you know. Notre Dame is really attacking the uh, state of Arizona. You know, Benjamin Morrison, you know, they got him. Seven-on-seven type players, not Elijah Page, but seven-on-seven type players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had actually put in this from earlier. Nathan Lytle asked us, I thought some Brian Erlacher's son being offered. Hey. He can tackle, shit. I mean, that will help us today. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Hugh, the thing for the super chat. Who wins? Ninety three versus two thousand twelve. See, ninety three was a better offense. Ninety three was just a better offense than two thousand twelve. I mean, if you be about real about twenty twelve, it was a lot of lucky things that happened as well. Mixed in the in the in the fact that we wasn't like steamrolling teams like Alabama no. was twenty twelve. We were no. like getting by. Yeah. Another super chat digs for punt returner. Mm, I don't know about that. We don't need a burner. Think Zibby. Diggs gets hurt too. I'm not trying to put him in harm's way anymore with his injury history. He doesn't look like a punt returner. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, no. Let him just play running back, and I hope number twenty five transfers and blows up. He's just being wasted. I'm just saying, Tommy running him up the middle. He stayed running him up the middle, though. I don't be getting that. <laughs> I do not be getting that. Another one from Jason Hewlett. SMA just needs to get hard, body 235, run low, get the stamina together, get the second level balance together. I care about his four or five yards. You got to think about roles on a team. Right. Tyree yeah. doesn't have a good enough role for him to be as productive as he can be. Yeah. And it's just he needs the ball a lot, you know. Yeah. It's like well, he's a smaller guy. He needs yeah. the ball. Yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation. You already know we spin it different. Thank you, Danny Cottrell, for tapping in. From our earlier conversation, he says defensive and offensive line need to get bigger if they're going to compete with Alabama and Georgia. Going back to our conversation with Gaines in the offseason, weight training and lifting. Uh, let's see. Gotta get bigger. Yeah, Truman Dumel. Truman Theodore Dumel, I got. Is there a recruiter player that nobody's really talking about that you've seen that you're saying, don't sleep on this kid? He's gonna be a legitimate problem. He's a sleeper. Can't car Jack from Arizona, 6'6 receiver. I grew up, I grew up with him. Uh, I was there when he was growing up from mm-hmm. fifth grade to right now. He's a freaking amazing receiver. 6'6. Uh can't guard Jack. He's gonna be that guy. So, I mean, if we was ever in a, a running for a receiver like this, that's the guy to go to. Nobody's really talking about him much. He's getting some fame here and there, but. Receiver-wise, that's who I know about. I would say the kid, I'm trying to find his name. He's a kid from Pennsylvania. He is uh, a Canadian-born defensive tackle, and he's going to IMG this year. 
He's like 6'4", 300 pounds. And let me tell you something, left. I'll get you his name right now. Hey, bro. That cat Ryan Roberts sent me his uh his film. It's David Papal. David Papal. Left. Let me tell you something, boy. He's gonna be a problem, bro. He's gonna be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I'm going to show you, like, maybe. Let's get to this other super chat. Jason Hewlett says, can our pants match our helmets again? Talking about the uniforms. <laughs> Do you like that look, Lev? Um, You know, I always think it's pretty interesting how we go about our uh, our combinations. Uh, I think we can get a little nicer with our combinations. If you look at the NBA, they're doing it. I've never seen all these combination colors for the NBA teams. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can do something different. Dog. Mm. Yeah, he. this is the kid. Dude, I saw he's a three-star right now, bro. He are, He's already 300. Just the way he moves, fam. Yeah. Yeah, just go in there and just disrupt stuff. He, he would be my underrated guy right now. Mm-hmm. And he's finishing tackles. He's running Man. through guys. This is what you're talking about, Left. You combine him with Justin Scott in the 24 class? I would like to see him put his hand in the dirt. I mean, he ain't had about four plays standing. <laughs> he plays tackle on offense. I ain't giving that tackle no credit. He just know how to move people out the way. <laughs> but defensively, I'm looking at them highlights. He's off the edge again, standing up. That's what, so is he so is he a linebacker? Bro, he's almost 300. What are you talking about? Like a linebacker in type of thing? Like a stand-up in? He's 300 pounds, bro. He if he's a three, like he's interior. If he's a 300-pound linebacker. See, he even plays the edge. He even plays tackle. He's not playing guard or nose guard. He's playing edge type of positions. That's why I'm like, is he could – because he, he doesn't drop back in no coverage or nothing, but he's standing up a lot. So I'm assuming that, like, he's better stand-up than he is with his hand in the ground. He's a beast, though. Oh, man. Like, I just love the way he's tackling players. Like, you know, sometimes you can tell how aggressive he is or how he tackles. He's trying to take you down and everything with you. You know what I mean? He just ought to, yeah, come here. We, 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 we sacking everything. But these are the type of players that we need, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially up front. Like if, even team. if you don't win on the line, you ain't getting pushed back. No. You just saw that right the there. Mate. Yeah. Which is still good to me. Even if you're not crushing the dude and you just got him at the – you just, you know, that's still productive. But just don't be getting driven back on something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a big sucker. Just, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He has an attitude, bro. That's he's that's mean. Recruit, recruit attitude. He's mean. Hand in his ground. He's, they, maybe they just play that three-man front in his high school. It'll be interesting because he's going to IMG. This was his former high school. He's going to IMG this year. Yeah, he's nice. See, and this is what this is why it's such a misnomer. A lot of people are talking about these student athletes and all that need to be good people. Yeah. No, we don't need good people to be recruited. <laughs> Footballs, you don't have show me a really good guy, and that's a great football player. They don't exist. Oh man. Lawrence Taylor is not a good guy. Greatest football player ever. Who was the pound-for-pound strongest teammate you had left? Probably somebody off the radar like Doug Randolph or something. Yeah, man. And then (laughs) Doug was a strong dude. (laughs) 
I was a country strong. Like some of them dudes, you didn't even know how strong they was. Because whatever they was told to live there, just, you know, right. Tua was like that. Right. You just didn't, you don't know how strong Tua is. But just know he's stronger than you. <laughs> Another one. Number nine jumps in the draft like he killed it. Boy, messing around and not get drafted. Who's gassing him? They look like Kyron being a fifth round pick. Number nine. Number nine from who? I don't know. Oh, you talking about Adam Yola? Oh, you talking about Adam Yola? Jack, dude, Notre Dame, Notre Dame defensive players get drafted, bro. I don't so, think I think he is drafted. I don't think he could have got. He wasn't going to get that much better. Yeah, back. yeah, he couldn't have got. Yeah. he kind of is what he is, you know. Like Fosky came back to get a record. Yeah. I don't think Fosky got much better. Yeah, his fifth year coming back. Yeah. I, just I agree with that. I agree with that. Like Cam Hart, I'm expecting to be better coming back fifth year. See what I'm saying? Because he needs to be, damn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just needs to be healthy. healthy. Yeah, get healthy. Just but get I'm healthy. About Xavier Watts. Man, you got Xavier Watts and you got uh, the transfer from Oklahoma State. Those are two physical guys that, you know, on those safety blitzes, it might look yeah. different this year. Yeah, you might actually hit home. (laughs) Double safety blitzes from 20 yards away. (laughs) Man, you know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, pettiest story of the day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, and Premium American Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Hey, Tom Brady, relax, bro. Relax. Yeah, you're on your own podcast with Jim Gray, screaming and hollering because they're asking whether or not you're coming back. Dude, Wait, what happened? Calm down. You haven't seen this? I ain't seen this. Crazy. Yeah, you know, they asked him, like, man, you know, you know, you think you're going to come back and play another year? This dude's like, man, you guys are, hey, man, constantly bad. Like, man, relax. It's a question. If you don't know right now, say, man, I really haven't thought about it. I don't know. Man, he went, he went bonkers. Like, dude. Dang, I got to gotta watch that. Need I need to chill. I love Hey, to man, let me tell you something. That cat, Eli Apple, is one of the pettiest dudes in the world. What do you do? You can play it. Go ahead and play it. No, this was the Australia's trying to ban Kanye from coming here. Oh, that's super petty. That's That's super petty. That's super petty. But no. So, you know, DeMar Hamlin was at the game. You know, they got the whole heart thing, you know. Are you talking about how they say that he's fake? No, no. That too. People talk about that wasn't really the the wasn't really him, right? <laughs> so Stephon Diggs, after the game, was tweeting about why he was snapping on Josh Allen, and was like, "Man, you know, how y'all expect me to feel?" And so Eli Apple retweeted it and put the Demar Hamlin heart thing up <laughs> and said, "Headed for Cancun." I was like, yo, this cat Eli Apple was petty, bro. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go on vacation early, man. <laughs> I know the NFL players inside joke would be really funny for real. <laughs> yo, super petty, man. man. So we got Kanye not going to Australia. We got Tom Brady snapping. And we got that cat Eli Apple on the petty train. It's a great day. Man. Great show today. 
Leaps and Bounds in Notre Dame. Hope you enjoyed it. Wednesday. Don't forget, Thursday night, players only. Thursday night, right here at Lucky Lefty. Man. Be there, be squared. Have a great Tuesday. But most of all, you got to make sure that you spin it different. I'll let you tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.